No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the prophet Micah grieves over the sins of Israel, but he waits for God. In the future, the Lord will again show Israel wonders and have compassion on them. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the book of Micah on Simply the Bible. Storm clouds were on the horizon. According to the prophet Micah, even now God was beginning to destroy the people for their sins. Soon they would eat but not be satisfied and store up but have nothing. They would crush grapes but not be able to drink the wine. We continue now in Micah chapter 7. Woe is me, for I am like those who gather summer fruits, like those who glean vintage grapes. There is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit which my soul desires. Micah was full of great sorrow over the plight of his people. He was like one looking for summer fruits at the end of the harvest, but there was nothing left to satisfy his desire. The prophets of God often carried a heavy burden. Jeremiah wept over the sins of the nation, and Jesus wept over Jerusalem. God had given Israel everything she needed to be fruitful in the land, but she had only produced sour grapes. The faithful man has perished from the earth, and there is no one upright among men. They all lie in wait for blood. Every man hunts his brother with a net, that they may successfully do evil with both hands. The prince asks for gifts. The judge seeks a bribe, and the great man utters his evil desire. So they scheme together. The best of them is like a briar. The most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. The day of your watchman and your punishment comes. Now shall be their perplexity. And so as Micah looked around, he just saw everything was so horrendous. The faithful men had perished in the land. They were as rare as gold. And they all now lied in wait just to shed blood of their brothers. They did evil, not with just one hand, but with both hands. And then princes were seeking gifts, judges, bribes. And then the great men were speaking forth their evil plots and all were scheming together to do wickedly. Then Micah says, the day of your watchman and your punishment comes. So it was the watchman's duty to sit on the wall and give the alarm if the enemy was coming, but the watchman had failed in his duty, and now the enemy was coming, and there was nothing they could do, so the punishment would come as well as their perplexity. Do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth. From her who lies in your bosom, for a son dishonors father, daughter rises against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own household. So you couldn't trust anybody. And that is really a sign of a culture that has really come to the end, is when there's no longer any trust. You cannot build society if there's no trust. And when the people stop trusting one another, they stop trusting their institutions. Uh, they can't even trust their friends. You know things are bad. 
And Micah said, guard the doors of your mouth from your wife. So you couldn't even trust what you said to your wife. Your, your pillow talk could get you into trouble. A man's enemies would be those of his own household. Now, it is interesting. Jesus quoted this passage. He said, don't think that I've come to bring peace, but rather a sword. For a son will be against his father, daughter against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be those of his own household. Of course, as Jesus said this, he was likely referring to the fact that when we are believers in him, that creates a division between us and those who are unbelievers. And so you find out that really often your worst enemies are those among your family when they do not believe as you believe. Therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Now, Micah was so overwhelmed with everything he saw around him. So then he looked up to the Lord. It's been said, if you don't like the outlook, then try the uplook. And that's always wise when we are overwhelmed with circumstances that we cannot control. If we will look up and wait for God, trusting in Him, knowing that He will save us and that He will hear us when we call. And why is that? Well, it's because God is for us and not against us. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against Him. Until he pleads my case and executes justice for me, he will bring me forth to the light. I will see his righteousness. So Micah here now speaking out against his enemies, don't rejoice over me. Often the prophets would be in a lot of hot water because their enemies didn't want to hear what the prophets had to say. Uh, They just wanted them to tell them lies, sweet little lies that they wanted to hear. They didn't want to hear the truth. But Micah said, don't rejoice over me, because when I fall, I will arise. Now, Proverbs 24, 15 says, do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder his resting place, for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. When the wicked falls, there is no restoration. Uh, Not like with the righteous, where God picks him up. And so Micah said, the Lord will be a light to me. He will show me what to do. And he said, I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him. Micah was a prophet who identified with his people. And he sought to live by the Lord's covenant. And yet he knew he was still a sinner. And so he would also bear God's anger along with the nation. You see, when a nation sins, all the people bear the consequences to a certain degree. And that is why we must all take a stand against evil in our nation and stand up for righteousness, even if it gets us into trouble. Now, Micah looked forward to the Lord pleading his case. If we are undergoing God's discipline for our foolish actions, then we must submit to God and humble ourselves beneath his mighty hand. He will not keep his anger forever. In time, he will exercise judgment on our behalf and bring us into the light. The devil wants you to think that God is against you. And then he's constantly assaulting the character of God, saying that God is not good. But God loves you so much that he gave his only son to die for you while you were still a sinner. 
We need to remember what John said in his first epistle. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Do you know the Lord Jesus as your advocate? He will plead your case. He will execute justice on your behalf. He will bring you into the light after the darkness. He will guide you. And then you will see his righteousness. At the time, we can't always see what God is doing. Everything is darkness and confusion. We cannot see how good could possibly come from our painful circumstances. But in time, we will see God's righteousness, for he is just and he is good. Then she who is my enemy will see, and shame will cover her who said to me, Where is the Lord your God? My eyes will see her. Now she will be trampled down like mud in the streets. So the enemies of the Lord scoff when they see you trusting in God, but they will be humiliated when they see the Lord come to your defense and lift you up and vindicate your cause. In the day when your walls are to be built, in that day the decree shall go far and wide. In that day they shall come to you from Assyria and the fortified cities, from the fortress to the river, from sea to sea, and mountain to mountain. Yet the land shall be desolate because of those who dwell in it, and for the fruit of their deeds. Micah looked forward here to the time during the millennial kingdom when Jerusalem's walls will be built, and all the people shall come from the former area of Assyria, the new inhabitants of that land, and fortified cities from sea to sea and mountain to mountain. So this speaks of a time when people from all the earth will come to Israel to worship the Lord. And yet the land shall be desolate. The reason is because as these nations come into the battle of Armageddon, they uh, will be judged for their sinful deeds and uh, there will be a desolation in the land as a result of that warfare. Shepherd your people, with your staff, the flock of your heritage who dwell solitary in a woodland in the midst of Carmel, let them feed in Bashan and Gilead as in days of old. Micah looking forward to the Lord shepherding his people with his staff, feeding them and prospering them as it was in Bashan and Gilead. This was the area where there was fertile land for the flocks and herds. And so Micah sees that that will, will be repeated again during this millennial kingdom. As in the days when you came out of the land of Egypt, I will show them wonders. The nations shall see and be ashamed of all their might. They shall put their hand over their mouth. Their ears shall be deaf. They shall lick the dust like a serpent. They shall crawl from their holes like snakes of the earth. They shall be afraid of the Lord our God and shall fear because of you. And this, of course, will happen during the Great Tribulation. This corresponds also with the book of Revelation that says that people will seek to hide themselves, even call for the rocks of the mountains to fall on them, to hide them from the wrath of the Lamb as the enemies of God realize that they are in serious trouble. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us 
and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will give truth to Jacob and mercy to Abraham, which you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. These are just wonderful words of praise. Micah ends his whole prophetic book in this way. Speaking of God's eventual blessing of his covenant people. Now, today, Orthodox Jews will read these verses in their synagogue on the Day of Atonement after they have read the book of Jonah. And we can see why. It is just a wonderful praise of the Lord and his goodness. Micah says, Who is a God like you? It's likely a play on words because Micah's name means who is like the Lord. And so these last three verses show us just who Yahweh truly is. He is the covenant-keeping God who pardons iniquity, passes over transgression, does not remain angry forever. And the reason is because he delights in mercy and he will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities. He will cast them into the depths of the sea. He will uh, separate them from us, as David said, as far as the east is from the west. And he will bring truth to Jacob. He will remember his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because he is the covenant-keeping God. And this is just such a wonderful reminder that even in the midst of judgment that God had to bring to his people for their sins, yet he remembers mercy. And mercy triumphs over judgment for those who trust in the Lord. You've been listening to Simply the Bible the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. We're happy to announce that we're building a new facility in Southwest Meridian. For more information or to give toward this project, please visit calvarytv.org slash building project. That's calvarytv.org slash building project. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast. Tomorrow we will return to the book of Isaiah, where God tells the wicked king Ahaz to ask for a sign. The result is one of the most amazing prophecies about Christ found in the Old Testament. We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching through God's Word on Simply the Bible.